You're listening to the Grow Your Own Food Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you grow fresh fruit, vegetables, and even grains in your own backyard. In every episode, you'll get growing tips, recipe inspiration, and more. Ready to get growing? Then let's jump in. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Grow Your Own Food podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Smith. Today we are talking about how to plant potatoes, how to plant those seed potatoes. Maybe you grew your own seed potatoes from organic potatoes at the grocery store. Maybe you ordered seed potatoes from a reputable seed potato seller. Either way, they have sprouted and you have got them in a cupboard or in your basement and they are ready and raring to go. So you need to put them in the dirt. I'm going to be telling you how exactly to do that in today's episode. But first, a word from our sponsor. So planting seed potatoes is just weird. They're not seeds and they're not seedlings. They're like they're basically chunks of potato with bizarre tentacles sprouting out of them by the time they've sprouted. And it can make learning how to plant them feel a little challenging. And to make it even worse, for some reason, it's kind of hard to find information on how to plant potatoes. It's not like you can just find a rack of seed potatoes at Home Depot. Like I I really had to learn the best way to plant potatoes by trial and error over the years. Um, So I'm going to tell you all about how to plant potatoes, sparing no detail in this episode. And I'm going to tell you specifically why I prefer this method of planting potatoes. First, though, I want to talk about prepping your seed potatoes. If you didn't listen to a couple episodes ago about sprouting your own seed potatoes, you can turn one seed potato into multiple seed potatoes by cutting them into pieces. So long as each piece has at least one eye on it, um, one sprout on it, ideally it would have maybe like two. Each piece has the potential to turn into its own potato plant is as long as it has eyes on it as long as it has sprouts on it which is really cool but after you cut them up you want to set them out for at least one day on parchment paper or a paper grocery bag spaced well apart so they can get a decent amount of air circulation allowing those cut edges to kind of dry and kind of form a skin on them because when you think about potatoes if you didn't cut them up they would naturally you know have that skin on them and that skin serves as a protective barrier it keeps the potato from rotting really really easily. If you were to, you know, cut the seed potatoes and then just immediately drop them into the ground without allowing, you know, those cut sides to dry a little bit, they they would rot a lot easier. So if you're cutting your seed potatoes up to create multiple or additional seed potatoes, just make sure that you are allowing those cut sides to dry for at least a day, but no more than two days. They don't they don't need any more than that. And, and in fact, that can um, harm them if you allow them to dry for too many days before planting them in the ground. So planting. I prefer to plant my potatoes in trenches and it's because I hill my potatoes so I'm going to explain that idea 
a little bit more here in a little bit. But the first thing we're going to do is dig the trenches. And a trench is just like a ditch. Um, and you're going to want to dig it nice and deep. So you're going to want to dig, ooh, I would say like an 8 to 10 inch trench or hole in your garden bed. Um, so if you're not planting in a garden, and I'm actually trying this for the first year this year, I'm going to be planting my potatoes in a potato sack that you just sort of fill with soil and then plant your potatoes in there just because I grow so many things now that I needed the room in my garden beds and I just I was like huh I can I can plant potatoes in their own little sacks and then I can grow so many more things in my garden beds so dig a 10 inch 8 to 10 inch deep trench in your garden bed or 8 to 10 inch deep hole because this allows you to plant your potatoes really deep and cover it with plenty of soil but then it gives you plenty of room for hilling later on and we're going to place those seed potatoes with the sprouts facing up or as many of them facing up as possible. You know, sometimes they're going to sprout sort of wonky and they're going to sprout out the side or you're going to have one pointing up and one pointing to the left. It's okay. Mother Nature knows what she's doing. If you have one that's kind of one pointing up and one to the left, the one that's on the left will eventually like take a, take a right turn and start pointing it itself up it'll grow up out of the soil eventually. Don't worry about it. We're just going to do our best to plant the sprouts up. And we're going to space the seed potatoes 10 to 12 inches apart. And this might seem kind of close together, but when we start to talk about hilling, you'll understand why it's okay. So we're going to cover the seed potatoes with three to four inches of the soil once we have them down in the trench. And that's kind of about three to four trowelfuls of dirt. And that means, yeah, you're going to end up covering those sprouts. And that's okay um, because those sprouts, oh my gosh, so quickly are going to make their way up out of that dirt into these adorable little dark green rosettes of leaves. Trust me, they will have no problem finding their way up to the surface. So yes, Go ahead and bury them. I know the temptation to not cover them with as much soil in order like, to leave them uncovered is going to be really strong. It's going to feel really weird burying the sprout, but I'm going to need you to get used to the idea of burying part of your potato plant because we're going to be doing it again later when it's even more of a plant. So just get used to it. I promise it'll, it'll all make sense in the end. If you go to the sister post for this podcast episode, which I've linked in the show notes, or you can go to beinbasil.com and search for how to plant potatoes, and this post should come right up. You can see that if your sprouts are really, really tall, because um, I had some really out of control old potatoes that developed some really crazy long sprouts, sometimes these sprouts might might peek through the top of the soil. And if that's the case and you've covered them with three to four inches of soil and they're still peeking up, you know what, that's okay. Don't worry about it. You're going to have a lot of soil left over, especially if you dug trenches. Even if you just dug holes, if you dug an eight to 10 inch deep hole, but then you only filled it, you know, with three to four inches of soil, that means you've got six more inches of soil, something to do with it, right? I want you to keep it to the side. Same thing with the trenches. I want you to keep that extra soil kind of piled up in the middle between the trenches because we're going to use it 
later when we start to hill the potatoes. So I will say that the closer you plant your potatoes, the smaller the tubers will end up being typically. I like a mix of potato sizes because I use them for a variety of dishes. So I like having smaller potatoes for when, you know, you cut them up and you put them in like hash or they're like a a side dish to go with like a roasted duck or a pot roast or something like that. But then I like bigger potatoes to use for baked potatoes or mashed potatoes. So sometimes I will plant my seed potatoes a little closer than 12, 10 to 12 inches apart. And sometimes I'll plant them a little bit farther apart. Um, It really kind of just depends on what you want them for. Once you have your potatoes planted, water them well and then mulch them heavily. So I like to mulch everything in my garden with straw, not hay. (laughs) I talked about this a little bit in my uh, episode on what's the best mulch for vegetable gardens. So the difference between straw and hay is that straw is just the hollow grassy portion of the grass, whereas hay has that hollow portion of the stem and then also the seeds. And obviously you don't want a whole bunch of hay seeds because then those hay seeds are just going to start growing in your garden beds. And and that's obviously not ideal. You're going to be picking them out like crazy. I've had to do it multiple times. But we want to mulch really nice and heavy because it keeps the soil underneath the mulch really nice and moist and cool, which is exactly what will tell those potato seeds which is exactly what will tell those seed potatoes that it's okay to send out roots. So it's already sprouted, but unless it sends out roots, it's not going to survive. All that's going to happen is the sprout is just going to keep taking more and more and more energy from the tuber. And then once that tuber part has been exhausted and shriveled up and died, that sprout will die because it's not able to get any nutrients from the soil around it. We want the seed potato to root so that, you know, eventually the sprout isn't relying on that seed potato anymore. It's relying on the soil around it. And, you know, by keeping that soil moist and cool, we're encouraging it to root. So make sure that you mulch nice and deep. I usually do, uh, I would say about two inches, at least two inches of straw mulch on top of my potatoes in about a week, honestly, because potatoes once you put them in the ground, they just are off like a shot. And maybe even less than a week, you'll start to see the tips of the sprouts breaking through the soil. And as soon as they are exposed to sunlight, they'll go from pale white, kind of like what we are used to calling potato eyes, to these beautiful, healthy green, you know, like I I said earlier, rosettes, um, leaf rosettes, and they'll start to leaf out, and they're so pretty. I they almost look like um, like a succulent, a little succulent plant. They're so gorgeous. After you see leaves starting to form fully, you're going to want to feed your potatoes with a fertilizer that is more potassium and phosphorus than nitrogen. Potatoes themselves are high in potassium, so they need a lot of it to grow big, and the phosphorus helps the plant produce a larger number of potatoes. But you might be wondering, why no nitrogen? Well, nitrogen helps the leaves get nice and big but it doesn't do much for the production of the potato tubers themselves. So a lot of people, you know, they 
they put a ton of compost on their potatoes, and then they're really frustrated because the vines, the leaves, get nice and big and bushy and out of control, and then they dig them up at the end of the season, and there's hardly any tubers down there. And that's why, usually, is because the soil was too rich in nitrogen. Potatoes just, they typically, they want more potassium and phosphorus than they do nitrogen. So after you fertilize them, you're going to give them, I would say, probably another month of growing without doing anything more to them. And at that point, they're, start, they're going to start to get about a foot tall, maybe even taller than that. And once they are a good 12 inches tall, foot tall, we're going to hill them. We're going to take all that extra dirt that we kind of put to the side when we dug the trenches or dug those really deep holes, and we're going to sort of backfill. And this might feel really weird because you're going to end up burying portions of the plant, right? You're going to have all these stems and leaves that are coming up out of the ground like crazy, but you do want to bury those because what's going to happen is as those tubers start to form, they're going to start to take up more and more space under the soil and they're going to start to jostle each other and pile up and push up out of the soil. And if you don't pile more soil on top, otherwise known as hilling, then eventually those potatoes are going to start to be exposed to the sunlight. And when potatoes are exposed to sunlight, they turn green and they turn poisonous and you can't eat them. So by piling that soil onto the stems, into the trenches where you planted the seed potatoes, and even onto a lot of the leaves, what you're doing is protecting those developing tubers, keeping them shielded from sunlight, and allowing them to grow longer and bigger before you have to harvest them. If you don't have a ton of extra soil, and I have actually run out of soil for the purposes of hilling my potatoes, because honestly, if your potato plants go crazy and they develop a ton of tubers, you will run out of soil to cover them. Using straw to cover them works just as well. So that same straw that you used to mulch them, you would just use more kind of packed around the plants themselves, really nice and dense just to keep any sunlight from getting to your potatoes. And if that sounds really scary, you know, you'll know a green potato when you see it. You'll you'll be able to see the green color of it, you know, when you pull it up or or if it is kind of poking up out of the soil. By no means should you be afraid of the potatoes lurking in your garden. <laughs> There's it's um it's something that will be very evident to you. And honestly, I have yet to have a potato in my garden that I even had one that was kind of like partially sticking up out of the soil and it was shaded enough by the leaves of the potato plant that it it didn't turn green. So I don't want you to feel like if it's at all um, exposed to the open air, that means that you can't eat it. It's more if it has turned green, that means it has started to photosynthesize and, and that means that you should not eat it and that it will be toxic. So that's why we hill potatoes. Um, that's why you want to save all of, of that soil from, from the trenches. And that's why I prefer trenches, honestly. But I'm going to end with one more reason why I prefer trenches. Um, and that is just the, the depths that you're able to plant your potato honestly helps you avoid pests. Because most potato pests 
will only dig down so deep below the surface of the soil. I would say two to four inches is probably the max that many potato pests, um, beetles and things like that will, will burrow down. Most of them won't bother to burrow down, you know, eight to 10 inches of soil. And so digging down that deep can also help you avoid pest problems with your potatoes. So that's it for today's episode. That is how to plant your potatoes to um, help you kind of grow more tubers and how to avoid pests. In the next episode, I am going to be going over how to transplant your seedlings in a way so you can avoid transplant shock as much as possible. A couple episodes ago, I talked about how to harden off seedlings, um, and that went all the way up to transplant day. And so in this next episode, I'm going to talk about the specifics of transplant day, how to plant your seedlings, and how to kind of get them off to the most successful start possible. So make sure you tune in for that. And until then, I hope everything is growing amazing in your garden, and I hope you're set up for a wonderful growing year. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Own Food podcast. Visit beeandbasil.com for helpful how-to articles, images, and recipes.